0: Oh,
1: All right, back here on the sports grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sam Spinner, the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, and today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop, and this next segment, first segment of the second hour, is going to be sponsored by Integrity Visors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether they're auto, life, home, or renters, and he can find you the cheapest rate out there because he represents over 40 different carriers. Give him a Call his number is 210 641 4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. All right. All right, man. Well, it's about that time. Uh, right now, we're going to be joined by former Longhorn, former professional football player, former Denver Bronco in 2011. <laughs> uh, make sure I put that one out there. We're joined yeah, by Quan Cosby. How you doing this afternoon, Quan?
0: Uh, what's up, fellas? And I apologize. I'm downtown Dallas. And, uh, of course, the second you bring me on, a train's rolling through. So I'm going to put real quick. Nah, well, well, it's I'm them
2: Longhorns rolling over Oklahoma. That's what that train is, uh, boy. Here
0: we, here we go. That's called D. John Robinson. Uh, it, yeah, it here we <laughs> go. Them up. Here and we go. funny because I got all these Sooners rolling the to town by the hotel. So, they, uh, I'm glad they heard me say that, and I should have put you on speaker so they can
1: hear you. Say it. <laughs> 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 All right, again, we're joined by Quan Cosby. Hey, Quan. Okay, so you're down there in the mix of it and everything. You've been covering them in that, but what I want to talk to you about is the, you know, the the feeling from the players' aspect. You've been involved in this game before. And when you get recruited by Texas or OU, you really know what you're walking into, and it's really about this matchup. Uh, explain to me and to the listeners a little bit as a player that you've been experiencing the game. What's going? And this is always usually an early kickoff. like tomorrow eleven, what's going through the players mind right now on on really both sides really with a robbery like this is they're less than 24 hours away from kicking this thing off
0: man you could take away game day being here you could take away all the other things and this game is what it's all about because if you got recruited by texas you got recruited by oklahoma and and you heard about whatever it was from each side it is very heated um it it is a fun game i'm here Harsh knows uh freaking Keith Moreland says he's still at the you know, in the batter box of the World Series, but it don't compare to sending in the tunnel in Dallas. And so that's what it is, man. It's and, and the crazy part about it, more times than not, it lives up to its height. You know, you got last year this crazy game, four overtime game. We can talk about so many before then. So right now and, and listen, fans complain about the early kickoff because probably myself included, we're gonna have too much to drink tonight. <laughs> but the, uh, as a as a player, that's what you want. You cannot wait. You cannot wait for this game. You, you, you're too crazy. You're too emotional. So get out there, get it rolling. Uh, go get some fair time afterwards. So now nah, you're just getting your mind right, man, because you better have your mind right in this game, or uh, they'll slap you around. It's usually the more physical team, the team that runs the ball and has at least turnovers, win this game. So that's what I'm hoping those Longhorns take care of tomorrow. Hmm.
2: We're talking to Quan Cosby, former. Texas Longhorn, Lifetime Longhorn, and former sideline reporter. Quan. you know, you and I have had these conversations. We talk about putting your head on the swivel. We talk to former players and some of the things that go on prior to the game, as Calvin was alluding to. But once you get into the game, you pretty much don't know what's going on. And what I mean by that is one side is screaming positive things because it's the opposing team, and then the team that has the ball is getting positive, too. So it's constantly noisy out there. As a player, how do you block that out and really focus on the task at hand?
0: Well, as a player, it was easier because you had a little more to do with it. And I blocked it out because I said, I'm about to catch one on y'all for about 30, and that's going (laughs) to make that one side shut up. And and that's the mindset you got to have. If you want to shut that other crowd up, I mean, there's nothing better than about mid-third quarter, going into early fourth, that stadium, as beautiful as it is, being split in half is empty. And so, man, you just – and I'm going to tell you the weird thing, too, because depending on what end zone you're going to, you oh you do have that issue. Usually at home, you can mm-hmm. quiet the crowd down so you get your calls, your signals in at the Cotton Bowl. You don't have that because it's it's, it's longhorns for the most part, depending on it should, uh, what end zone – And it's, you know, suitors uh, depending on what end zone. So, man, it's cool. And it adds to the flavor. You know that before you go. You know that whenever you choose that school. So, you prepare for it. It's the one kind of home game you can have where you still prepare with singles. Because when you go to the tunnel side where you always are, it's going to be loud. They're going to be yelling at you. They're going to cuss you out. They're going to point the finger. But you can point an even bigger finger back at them by scoring in their end zone. What's funny is there was a time I was like, I don't want to run in their end zone. Then I was like, oh, yeah, I want to run in their end. It's Like a lot, a whole lot. Get a little bit of that color on me because that means I just scored on them again. So, man, it truly is a mindset, and I hope those guys are, are living up to it and uh, or will live up to it tomorrow and, and take that mindset. And, Care of
1: business. Looking at looking at the landscape of this Quan, you know, uh with this matchup, and I understand the robbery games, you know, people uh, you know stepping up a notch to performance. But to me, I thought Oklahoma was a little bit overrated, a little bit with the early polls. I don't put too much stock in the AP polls, but the elephant in the room for OU early on in this year, this season, has been the struggles of the offense. Not really looking as dominant as under a Lincoln Riley, under the previous quarterbacks and stuff like that. Do you think? I mean, what part of this do you think is this? Would this be maybe maybe one of the, I won't use the word, weakest teams since Lincoln Raleigh's coming in, but I really like Texas' chances in this because I believe the defense and the offense, I mean, if they don't get it clicking this week, speaking of OU, I don't know when they do, but you mentioned them to him at the beginning of this interview, B. John Robinson. I just don't know if this defense really has an answer for them, and I don't think OU's offense, as what we've seen in the past, is really enough to where they can overwhelm Texas and try to, you know, use the running game and, you know, that type of aspect. Uh, what, what kind of truth do you think that is to that and that take, that that question?
0: Man, I'll tell you, it's, it's a few similarities that I often talk about. One, the weakest OU team I ever saw was last year, and they found a way to win in four overtimes. I mean, we don't forget, they actually benched uh, Spencer Rattler last year, yep. and yeah. the Mordecai came in and lit us up, so... That's why this game is so crazy, bro, because that, that will happen. Hmm. So I I left that game, and I was like, I have never seen an Oklahoma team that bad, and they found a way to win. So that's that's one thing, Lincoln can coach. But then, two, I think Rattler, and I'm not – I mean, he's picking on him, but to this point in his career, I equate him to Brock Purdy. Because everybody want to annoy Brock Purdy, Purdy every year. Oh, he got mm-hmm. Coach uh, Campbell. Brock Purdy is so great. Bro, we're, we're four or five years into this thing, and Bob Purdy is still the same dude I saw as a freshman. Yep. And matter of fact, maybe he digressed. And so, I, in my head, and what I've seen of Spencer Rattler, does he have physical ability? Could he prove me 100% wrong tomorrow? Yes, yeah. but I haven't seen it. I just haven't seen him be the Baker. I saw Colin Murray. I, I saw Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I played against Sam Bradford. Those dudes are a different level, and mm-hmm. that's what I haven't seen and Spencer Rattler, and now you add O-line issues. And and, and then, again, you talked about Bijan. I will say this, Oklahoma's D-line's real. So there's a couple of dudes on there who will play on the next level. So if they can stop, which nobody – I mean, we could say Arkansas. I think we stopped ourselves just as much as Arkansas did. But nobody really truly has been able to stop by. And if they can't, I think it's going to be a long day for that defense because if we jump up like we did last year – because we do have a different coach who mm-hmm. will put his foot on their neck. If we jump up like we did last year or when we played Collar, I don't know that Oklahoma, which is crazy to say, uh, that Lincoln Riley's offense this year can come back from two or three touchdowns.
2: Yeah, we're talking a lifetime Longhorn, Quan Cosby, and Quan. You know, I've, I've I explained this a little bit yesterday about the hit on Lindy Holmes, and I know that you know it's <laughs> something that gets brought up a lot. Take us back to that moment. You you know, the running back, was it Shipley that was about to score? And you had to come back and clean the clock. Now you would probably get a 15-yard penalty for that. (laughs) But back then, you got a chance to let it go. So kind of walk us through that play and what this means in this type of game.
0: Well, let it be told, I would get a 15-yard penalty. And guess what? I would do the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> just how this game goes, I you know, you have a chance because you know we had to watch and still have to watch the Roy Williams the 20 year anniversary of the Roy Williams Superman play. Well, right. we needed we we needed to put some on them for them, and that's the way I look at it. it is, uh, yes, man, and Chip got the ball in the middle. I had ran my guy out to kind of turn the safety. Of the, was Lindy was doubling me, but then he he fell off, and then Shipley got the ball. Lindy was pretty fast, and he was chasing him. And then uh, Brandon Collins was standing over him saying, you know, the Friday slogan, you got knocked, bleep out. And so that's what it was about. It was fun. I've seen Lindy on since then because I actually played with OU Roy Williams and he had some charity events that we both uh, attended. Nah, bro, took four hours there. The dude would not talk to me. And I'm like, come hmm. on, bro. Like, you would have hit me if you had a chance. So it's, it's, it was so fun, man. It was, it's what this robbery is about. And that's the mindset I was talking about when I said they need to go in there saying, you know what, the most physical team. Because, again, when Oklahoma fans are sending me that hit, that tells you there's a level of respect when uh, when it happens like that. And it truly is. And, and in this game. So, I want to – well, we can't see that anymore. But I do want to see some old line you know, blowing them off the ball. I want to see some guys taking care of business. And – um and, uh, and making plays like that, that'll help their team and get that other half of the team fired up. Huh.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. Con. I know you are ready to get your festivities started for today and tonight before <laughs> well, your pre-game.
2: Yeah, he's already been <laughs> in the game, baby. They played golf early this morning. He's been in the game. I mean, I'm
0: getting ready. What's your, what Getting ready. I've been ready.
1: Right. No. All right, Quab, man. I appreciate you taking appreciate time to you, talk brother. to us today.
0: I appreciate y'all, man. Look, to, look forward to talking out again and them, yes, baby, sir. and know yes, you.
1: All right, man.
0: All right. Yeah. Once
1: that said <laughs> you, it bleeds, man. He got an OU still sucks blast. But yeah, right, I right. think also, man, about this. I mean, he's right. I mean, I don't like I said, I don't like using that term like the weakest, but I just feel that, you know, and I got credit for what Lee Corrales can do, but I just think, you know, we're past the quarter mark and sometimes it is who you are. Is what you are, you know, and that's what I see. But I think, and I also think, Sark, man, I think Sark spending that time down in Tuscaloosa, he knows kind of what to get to with these type of games and the rivalry games. I
2: will. When we come back, I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that because he said
1: something like that yesterday okay. during his press conference. Okay. All right. Listen to the sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark producer, Mr. Sam Spend the One and Twos, broadcasting over the Rounders Card Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Cover 3. Cover 3 has locations in Austin here and San Antonio. And what else can you tell us about Cover 3 this afternoon,
2: Harge? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, happy hour has started. It starts at 4 o'clock. Make sure you get over there. They're going to open up the doors at Cover 3 this weekend at 1030 so you can get over there and have brunch. Um for the game and same thing with UTSA and then also go to their page they got they got a golf cart that they're trying to raffle off right now and it goes to that charity that I've been talking about all week yes. partnerships for children huh. so make sure you stop by Cover 3 whether you're in Austin or you're in San Antonio Cover 3
1: tell them uh, the sports grind sent you over there there you go Cover 3 official sponsor of the sports grind um, okay, so uh, moving along, let's circle back a little bit into the uh, NFL. And we'll get uh, Hard's picks, NFL, and I'll get my foundation picks out quickly next uh, segment, last segment. And then they'll be up again later on today on social media on Hard's Twitter page, Sports Grind Minds. And, you know, I'll share them on IG and stuff like that. But anyway, okay, back to the games in hand. The other games in the NFL. Um, you know, really is the rematch of the AFC Championship game between the Buffalo Bills um and the Kansas City Chiefs. This game didn't make the foundation picks. I'll tell you that right now. The Buffalo Bills um to me and I've said this all week, you know, you sh- you have two shutouts on your on your on your resume during the season. That's very impressive. I think this weekend it's really going to tell me a lot about you know when I talk about the Cleveland and L.A. Chargers, it's going to tell me how good or not good the L.A. Chargers' run defense is. Uh, you know, because keep in mind they did go up against a banged up, you know, Jacobs this past week. You know, with the Raiders, um, and now they got to deal with a two-headed monster in Hunt and Chubb, but also with the Bills in Kansas City, the the one weak point Bills had coming into this season was a lack of a consistent run game with Singletary and the other guys. This is what this is the defense the doctor ordered. And the yep. Kansas City's run defense. I think that a lot of things that Buffalo did in the offseason, from their draft to their offseason moves to just the training camp, was circled and built around this game. And this game, because that's just human nature. The team that sends you home, especially if you're one game away from the Super Bowl, you're figuring out how can we beat this team. Um, I expect a sharp effort from Kansas City, but this is going to let me know how really – you know, if this Kansas City has problem, can Patrick Mahomes really overcome this? Because Bills are hot right now. They're they're it's them in Arizona, but but I think the Bills are coming in here with the mission. I like the Bills. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I'll give you that one pick right now. The Bills. I think they're catching uh, two uh, two and a half. The last time I think they're plus last two and a half. Last one
2: I just saw right now on Scores and Odds is where I look at it. Yeah. Um, is minus three.
1: Minus three. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. Well, I'll give it out at three. We can the put Chiefs, that down. The Chiefs are minus yeah, three. Yeah. The Chiefs are minus yeah. three. Yeah. I like yeah. the b- Bills with the points, and the Bills probably to win outright. I, this is a tough. This is going to be a tough game to win at prime time in Arrowhead. I get that, but I just think the Bills are a better defensive team, and I think they're just playing better now. Not saying that Kansas City can't turn this around, because none of this Kansas City's do- going through right now surprises me. Okay. You know, right. uh, Kansas City Rob. None of it does. But you got Buffalo coming in, and if they beat Kansas City, depending how they beat them, then the talks come out to say, hey, are the Kansas City Chiefs even a wild card team? Stranger things have happened. So that's one thing. What are you looking for in this type of game, Horn? I'm
2: with you in this, um, not not with the pick. But right. I'm, pe- I'm taking the over in this game. I'm taking 56-and-a-half. That's the number that I have. And – I don't know if you've heard, but Josh Gordon will be on the field today – I mean, this weekend for Kansas City as okay. a wide receiver, as a feature wide receiver. But he can't play defense. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. Yeah, he was exactly. Go. He can't yeah. play defense. But I, 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 too, am looking at this game to see where – you know, you're focusing on Kansas City's defense. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing on Buffalo Bills' defense because yeah. they've got some corners that are banged up. Hmm. And if you give Patrick Mahomes some time, there are going to be some things that can happen. True. Um, this game is going to be high scoring, as we both know. And that's why I'm going to take the over. I got 56 and a half as the okay. over, and I'm taking the over. So that's over
1: one game. of your official NFL that's plays. That's f- one of my
2: NFL Okay, plays. all right. Yeah.
1: So uh, so you got that. That's going to be an interesting game. Also, you have um, – You know, I want to know how the Raiders deal off of a loss. You know, they're coming in a short week as well. They've got a Justin Fields coming in and a Bears, and I do think – You know, you're probably seeing Nagy give a little bit and make this more about whether he's giving up play calling or not. You know, the Bears really out and came out and, 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 you know, played for Justin Fields last week. I think this continues. I mean, this is a game on the road. The Bears still, and I think the Bears defense, even though I'm on record saying I don't think this is you know, Vic Vangio's defense of Bears when he was there, but I do think that they play up and get going the way the offense goes. So if Justin can get out there and find some success early offensively wise, I think that just up tempos the Bears defense on, on that end. Another game um, that didn't want to spend too much time on but is a very interesting game to me, and that is the Green Bay Packers going on the road in the jungle that face on Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they have really played good two weeks in a row. I mean, they had a tough Thursday night game last week that they uh, squeezed by Jacksonville. Um, and that's the game that Urban decided to stay around and say hi to some people, you know. Hey <laughs> oh, I got to meet my family a little bit. Come by the restaurant, you know. Oh, oh. yeah, I and mean, they even put Tim T. You know Stephen A. In first take. They even put Tebow in an awkward position this morning. Like, hey man, did you talk to Urban? like th- 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 Tebow? Did that segment like somebody died in his family? Like, oh man, like yeah, he w- yeah he didn't pra- <laughs> He wasn't practicing a good book that week, Tim. Huh. All them. Th- anyway, so yeah, so I think. Well, you that- wild. <laughs> so so to me. This is a game that I could see, you know, Green Bay's been rolling, Aaron Rodgers be rolling, but not so fast. Because if Cincinnati's able to sneak them, then you get – then that north really – because, you know, credit to Sam. Sam didn't jump off the boat with the Ravens. And they're right, proving right. Sam here pretty, wrong, pretty right, I should say, with the system. But if they beat Green Bay – then you've really got something cooking in the AFC North, and then you have to wonder about how far can that division go. So those are the other two games that I'm kind of have my eye on the radar and also another game, which I'll get to next segment, that did make the foundation picks. I would tell you, beware, Arizona. Trey Lance is coming in, his first start. This is the division game. I think they're going to have a little bit more juice behind trey lance he's still got a long way to go this is a kid that didn't even get that many snaps at college but i think shanahan will have something for him i've got that game here in the foundation that we'll get to when we get back so a lot of exciting football on the college and the nfl front this weekend and we'll wrap it up once we get back you listen to the sports grind we're broadcasting here for the rounders car club studios calvin casey mike hards we'll be back
2: <laughs> in my car
0: for one hit of you, you
1: <laughs> all right dom is all right man back here on the sports grind Today's show was presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. And this last segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zing. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zing. Don't forget to go to your local liquor store where you can pick up their latest pre-made alcohol ready to drink. Different flavors, margarita, bourbon, michelada, you know, or you can just add your favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zing, official sponsor of the sports grind Say, girl,
2: a, this is... It's getting closing time. We need yeah. to uh, wrap this up. You feel like dancing? Right about now.
1: That's hard, just boy. That slow jams <laughs> at night. If sports don't work, you'd always do the DJ. Hey, this is slow jams. Taking it home. quiet storm Call it quiet storm, <laughs> quiet
2: storm. <laughs> but I, I need Sam to play the music I, that, I need yeah. Sam to play Sam's the music I, in. Yeah,
1: I'll feel yeah. you alright man so real quick before we get out of here let me give you the official foundation picks okay coming off of a Two 2 uh, week last week uh, forgot what we are overall but we're over 60% most likely 50, 60, about 55-60 probably right 13 and 4. 13 and 4. So, yeah, we were over the making on that. Hards came off a smoking weekend last weekend, too. But this is what we got. All right, in college, I'm just going to stick with the theme. I'm going to give you two games in college. There were some others that was on the board. I like, you know, Hards' pick that he had on the Penn State, so I let him roll with that one. But for my two official picks, I'm going to go with Notre Dame uh, on the road to bounce back uh, against Virginia Tech. Uh, they're coming in with a plus one. It might be a pick em before uh, kickoff, but officially we'll make it plus one. Notre Dame on the road at Virginia Tech to bounce back. Also, uh, I think this was a night game, too. Uh, Michigan... Um, Hope they don't burn me on this one, but I think Michigan catching three, a Big Ten on the road at Nebraska. I think they they have played better under Scott Frost a little bit, but I think Michigan really, uh, you know, I've watched them a little bit the last couple weeks, so I don't think they're ready for Iowa or Penn State. Those guys, I could be wrong, but I think they're good enough to handle Nebraska on the road at minus three. So your two picks for college is Notre Dame plus one and Michigan minus three. And then on the NFL side, I like the Saints minus two and a half to bounce back in the nation's capital at Washington. I think Jameis will bounce back. I think the Saints will. They're getting two and a half, so I like them. Um, Alluded to it a while ago, San Fran. This is a wicked number. It's a division game. Trey Lance, not too much film on him. I'm high on Arizona as well, too, but I'll take San Fran plus four and a half as well and then also we're going to go to the chargers game cleveland is catching two i think this is a defense like jonas and i was talking which is true probably is going to get hibberts it's probably going to be his first toughest test i would say that he'll really have to deal with multiple pass rushing to get to him and again the run defense with a heavy dose of chubb and uh kareem Hunt. so they're catching two so i like cleveland plus two On the road at Chargers. And the last one is going to be that Sunday night. I like the Bills plus the three on the road. And those are the official picks. And I'm going to give you a small lean out there. And it's a totals play. Not official on the found dicks, but just a small win. If you're having a good day Saturday, you want to put a little. And that's that totals Between Pittsburgh and Denver, it's low for a reason, 39 and a half. That smells everything under. A defensive ugly game, both offenses of this and that, you know, but that would be a small lean. So officially, real quick, Notre Dame plus one, Michigan minus three, and the NFL side, Saints minus two and a half, uh, San Fran plus four and a half, Cleveland plus two, and Buffalo plus three. So there you go and they'll be up on social media later. Also before we get out of here uh harsh, the weekends matchups in baseball, man. Um uh they uh, we got what we got one more segment. One more <laughs> segment? Damn, <laughs> I thought this was <laughs> the last segment. I'm like, man. <laughs> man. I, text, I, I was like looking
2: at my watch. I'm like,
1: where's my man Ben? He's trying to roll up out. Of it. Let me get my foundation. Let me get my a foundation. Yeah, my go. My bad. <laughs> All right, I let I me. this is the last let me, one. Let me go anyway. ahead and do mine real quick. Yeah, let give yours correct. Let me
2: get the hard knocks version of this. So I'm going to roll out. I told you before, I'm rolling with Alabama uh, minus 18 over Texas k and I got Penn State plus 2. I'm going with the Horns plus 3.5. They're getting 3.5 points. And I told you the other day, this game has been separated. Out of its 116 uh, matchup, they have been separated by 3 points total between these two teams, Texas and Oklahoma. Really? Out of 116 games, they've only been separated by 3 points. Even with those blowouts on back-to-back, whatever, they're still just separated by three. So I'm taking Texas plus three and a half. I told you I'm going with the bills and chiefs game. The over is 56 and a half. 56. And then I'm, 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 I'm going to go ahead and keep riding these Cowboys because of what I told you earlier, four and oh. Four and oh against the spread at home. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys minus seven over the Giants. I just don't think the Giants have enough to be able to put that kind of pressure on that offense and, uh, See what Daniel Jones can do.
1: Okay, so Alabama minus 18, Penn State plus two, UT plus three and a half, and the over 56 and a half on Bills and Chiefs and Dallas minus seven. Yep. Okay, that sounds pretty yep. – I, I, we'll see on that Chiefs and Bills over, but I guess with the Chiefs defense I could see that.
2: Yeah, and don't forget, like I said, they got two corners that might be banged up and they may not be able hmm. to play for the Buffalo Bills.
1: Okay, so since we still got another segment left today on this Friday, I guess uh <laughs> That boy ready for the weekend yeah, why. He I, heard he told <laughs> I heard I told him
2: that uh Happy Hour starts at cover three yeah, or right. four o'clock. Yeah. He was already on the road. Yeah, look at look
1: at Sam trolling <laughs> playing the music on the way out, smart ass. Um Yeah, so we still got time to get to some of these uh baseball, baseball. for the week. But yeah. before we do this, you had some tweets, Jonas. You had some tweets in Twitter land and Facebook Land. What you got?
3: Yeah, so we got a lot of people checking in today. Um You know, shout out to Dante, John Smith checking in, too. But I wanted to bring attention. uh, Frank Valdez sent us on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you're abreast about the um, DeMarie Smith.
1: Yes, I wanted us to keep an eye. Just he's on close, might be getting voted out. But go ahead. There's some other developments.
3: Right. So in this investigation, some emails have surfaced from 2011 with John Gruden. And so he used... Racial tropes when talking about DeMarie Smith in emails, and and now that they're digging through and and really getting diving into his whole situation, whether they want to you know bring him back and whether he can remain the head of the NFLPA. I'm not going to say it on air. No, we'll say we just. I wanted to acknowledge Frank, but
1: we will. Yeah, check it out. We will dive into this next week. Yeah, yes, I mean, you sure. know, topics like this. Do yeah, some research on yeah. That yeah. Topics like this, we don't shy away from. it. We'll definitely. But I, I didn't know, I didn't hear about that. But I did have it on the radar this week that I wanted to pay attention to D. Maurice Smith. I haven't been a big fan of his. People listening to the show long enough know that. But due to the, I didn't know it was that close because now it has to go to. It's a split between the first committee that basically votes if he's going to retain and get a new contract extension. It's a tiebreaker, so now they've got to go to player representation out of the 32 teams to make a vote. So that's going to take place over the few weeks, but this is kind of adding to the drama in regards to emails. Emails has been known to get a lot of people in trouble in this country even cost them the white house here and there but that's a whole other subject but
3: yeah that's that that can happen but we'll get into that yeah uh, once well you type too. it out there it's always it's out there, there. especially then, if
1: you push sin. yeah
3: you know, and the yeah. last thing just wanted to say too we had uh somebody said Quan segment had him laughing really at the end and they really enjoyed that interview oh yep.
1: thank you thank you for the kind words okay now when we come back <laughs> this is going to be the last segment of the day and the week when we get back, and we get back, we'll ask Harge Eddie what to look for this weekend on some of these baseball matchups. Before we wrap it up, listen to the Sports crowd, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. We'll be back. Back here on the sports grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, known as Clark Producer, the Standsman, the one and twos. And now today's show was presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop. Oh, you like that one, huh? Yeah. Hey,
2: let me just tell you this, bro. This was, uh, I played this at my wedding.
1: Really? Yeah. Wow. OG yeah. smooth. Something we have in common, Harge.
2: Yeah, but hey, but I played the remix with UGK, bro. Something
0: we have in common, <laughs> Harge. <laughs>
1: I hear that, man. I hear that. All right, man. So, uh, we got baseball going on. How far are we in this day game so far? Right now, it's
2: 4-4 in the bottom of the six. uh, Astros and White Sox. And then... The Brewers and the Braves have already started in the bottom of the first, I mean, the top of the first. So. And
1: then tomorrow gives us. We got two more games tonight. Okay, we got, two We got four wow. games tonight.
2: So we got the Red Sox and the Rays, and then the Dodgers and the Giants tonight.
1: Baseball getting greedy. Yeah, the the, the Rays yesterday, they took care of business. They came yeah. out swinging. And what I tell you, yeah. what I tell you about Wander Franco. He used to call it. it. And, and that's uh, the one that he stole home, right? Yeah, that, that's yeah. one
2: of the... And or was that a... Uh, oh, no, Randy that was... Rosarena. Oh, that was, that was Rosarena. okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, he's electric, too. He was the one that made a name for himself last year in okay. the World Series. He was on fire last year, but this year, I believe that, I'm telling you, Wander Franco, and there's a reason why he was a top prospect in baseball and all that good stuff, but hmm. when you get a chance to watch that kid play, he's something special.
1: Okay. Well, hey, Cal, before yeah, we get out of yes. here, I want to
2: talk about this... So last night I got a chance to go to Q2 Stadium where Austin FC participates and plays nope. their games. But I got a chance to watch the U.S. national soccer team take on Jamaica. And, you know, my son my son is a, a huge soccer player. He, he has a lot of fun with it. And the entire game he kept saying, Why do our guys think that they can run with these Jamaicans? Don't they know that's where Usain Bolt is from? (laughs) Because he was like, we're not faster than them. So quit trying to be faster and kick the ball down there like you're going to outrun them. It was was a good crowd. uh, 20,500 sold out the place. It was good support. Um, Nice. I know we don't talk a lot of soccer, but when you get a chance to talk about U.S. national team and they're getting a win, it's a qualifier, and they ain't qualified for nothing. Before yeah. No, while, that was so a disappointment
1: four years ago. No, yeah. exactly. No, that's yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. Um also uh real quick, Jones for you. You you had to write a lot about this this week, this piece is about your fight this weekend with Wilder and Fury. So who do you got this weekend?
3: Who do like, I got is Fury. Okay. I mean, he's The Gypsy, huh? The the Gypsy King, yeah. I mean, he's on a roll right now. He had no problem going through Wilder the first time. Um, the the big thing that, that you look at in this matchup too, is the weight the weight itself both times the last and in fury two they both put on 20 pounds because neither could knock each other out in the fir- first one and that's why it went to this deci- dec- decision uh-huh. and then so they both put on a lot of weight to go into the second one and fury just, could get through Wilder's um his protection. Just mm. he had no problem. So I've got Fury taking this one. Well, no,
2: Wilder couldn't get through his protection. He had too much when yeah. he walked into it. Exa- ex- exactly. <laughs> what you got to say? Yeah,
0: Jonas, you talk about Fury putting on weight. He put on even more weight for this third fight too. He's up almost forty pounds what he was Damn. originally when they first Damn. matched up. So I lost
1: all the smoke. Fury. He lost yeah. all the smoke but keep yeah. in mind man, Wilder one right right hand from Wilder. Yeah, the one, one right, right hand there could lay you night-night. That's all it takes. So it's really going to be about Fury to see if the add weight, you know, affected his defense um, and, at all anyway. And but that
3: would be nice to see. You know, and, mm-hmm. and we, we were talking earlier, too, about, you know, the Joshua side of things and wanting to have Fury and Joshua. And I think that could still happen because win or lose Fury. And I think Fury needs to win this one, but he's going to go after um Alexander first because those are the belts that he he gave up mm-hmm. when he had to when he had to oh, he okay. lost his boxing license um when he was world champion he had four belts and he had to give that up and now that, that's why Joshua was such an important fight not only that but they were both British Englishmen too so mm-hmm. what about a huge in-country fight everything like that but I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night okay all right, now I can get my ass out of here. All right, man, that's a that's
1: a wrap. Special <laughs> <laughs> thanks to the producers of the show, Jonas Clark, Mr. Sandspin, the water, Two. Special thanks to Harge. All First right. week in Austin, man. Yeah, it's going to be a big out. one, big one. Yeah. All right, man, that's a wrap. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning, for you hit the snooze button, before you rock the rack, just ask yourself, you grinding PC all Monday.